everybody, welcome back. You're listening to the Get Better Together podcast. My name is Prince and this is episode 28. Today I want to talk to you about something very important and that is how to be more self-aware. But before I dive into today's topic, I want to let you know that this podcast is hosted on Hubhopper Studio. Hubhopper Studio is India's leading podcast hosting and distribution platform. This is absolutely free and it helps my podcast reach the right Indian audience by getting it to not only on audio streaming platforms such as Spotify and Google Podcasts, but also on Indian platforms such as Ghana, Wink Music and many more. So if you're thinking of starting a podcast of your own, then check out the Hubhopper Studio website. That is Hubhopper, H-U-B-H-O-P-P-E-R studio.com. So today we're talking about self-awareness, meaning how to know yourself better what you like, what you don't like, what really makes you happy, etc. And trust me, we should be aware of these things as early as possible so that we do what we do in the direction that's best suited for us. And you may be surprised, but stats tell us that nearly 85 to 90% of people around the world are not self-aware. And if you're thinking that you're in the top 10 to 15%, then you know there's no need to listen to me anymore. But see, most people don't even know what does it mean to be self-aware. And I'm not ashamed of telling you that I've been one of those uh, people most of my life. But ever since I started walking on the path of personal development, I've become more self-aware than I ever was. And the approach I've taken to increase self-awareness, I want to break it down for you today with examples from my own life. If you're new to my podcast, then do follow me on Spotify to stay updated with the future content. And if you're already my subscriber, then thank you very much for coming along. Stay with me. There are two different versions of every individual. One is the internal version and the other one is the external version. By internal version, I mean your internal state, your feelings, your emotions that you experience internally. And then there is the external version, which is how we are and how we behave with the outside world. So in a broad sense, everyone has an internal version and an external version. Our internal version is predicated upon how we see ourselves. And the external version is predicated upon how others see us. And the first step towards self-awareness is to understand both your internal self and your external self. But how do you do that? You do that in two ways, observation, and retrospection. And let me briefly tell you about both of them, what they really mean. Observation in this case is the act of observing yourself in different situations. This has proven to be a very effective technique for me. Whenever I'm experiencing an emotion of some kind, I position a part of me to observe that experience. You know, it's like having a little version of myself sitting on my shoulders, just observing and trying to kind of make sense out of what's happening. Let me give you an example. Saying no to people has been a constant struggle for me. If someone asks me to do something, it becomes extremely difficult for me to say no to that. And even though I really, really want to say no, (laughs) it's, it's difficult, man. I mean, sometimes I do, but more often than not, I don't. And then, and then I feel bad about it. And that little version of me is trying to understand the part where I feel bad and also you know, at the same time, trying to deep dive into why I'm feeling bad. I can't say no to people because maybe I fear that it will jeopardize my relationship with that person. Maybe I just don't want to be on the wrong side of that person. But why? And then, you know, my little man goes deeper. 
it finds out that I actually don't care what anybody thinks of me or what side I am on. And even though I don't fucking care what anyone thinks of me, my external actions don't support that belief. And I continue to succumb to external pressure and, you know, still say yes to everything. So there's definitely a discrepancy between how I feel internally and my external actions. And I'll talk about that in a minute. But do you see how by observing yourself while you're experiencing an emotion or behaving in a certain way can help you understand what you are like internally in those situations? So that's the first way of bringing self-awareness is by observing yourself in different situations and you will understand what drives certain kind of behavior in certain kind of situations. But you must remember that the part which is just there to observe should not disrupt the actual behavior. However, is merely making an observation. Just like if you were made to sit on the roadside to observe the traffic and your job is to just sit there and observe. The other way to bring self-awareness is to retrospect. And this approach is useful when you, when you couldn't observe. Has it ever happened to you that you got really, really angry at someone and at a later time, when you thought about the reason behind your anger, it didn't seem as important. Maybe, maybe it wasn't that person, uh, but it was something that they said about you is what drove you up the wall. But at a later stage, when you're no longer angry, you're able to figure out why you behaved the way you did. So retrospection is the second method that you can use to become aware of your emotions. And when you understand your emotions, you will be able to connect them with everything else about yourself. So the first step is to observe yourself. And when you can't observe retrospect, and you need to remember that this is not an exercise that you need to do for a certain amount of time. And then you will become self-aware for life, but this is a way of life. Some people can't understand their internal self in their whole lifetime. But think about it, only you can best understand your internal self and better you understand yourself, just that easier your life will be. So now that you know about the two versions of an individual and understanding both is the first and the foremost step towards self-awareness, the next step to being completely self-aware is to align the two together. But you know what's stunningly fascinating? And it's also kind of sad that mostly our internal self and our external self are hardly aligned. Now, what does it mean? It means externally we do things completely opposite to who we are and what we want to do internally. We're always trying to satisfy our external self, how we look, how much money we have, whether or not we have a successful career and so on. I mean, I'm not suggesting that you don't care about all these things. I mean, being financially successful, being beautiful or being in power are all highly enjoyable experiences. But as long as they're not at the cost of your internal self or you're not dependent upon them for your internal fulfillment. And that's what's the most difficult part of this equation. There's just this, you know, big fat discrepancy between our internal and our external self how we act and behave with the external world is completely off our internal track. And that's what causes unhappiness, depression, and a life of unfulfillment. And I get it, you know, bringing your actual internal self closer to your external self is just so difficult. I mean, sometimes I feel that, you know, from this moment on, whenever someone asks me to do something and my internal self wants to say no, <laughs> I'll just say no. 
I'll just tell them to fuck off. But did I tell you that it's difficult? I mean, in reality, I've never been able to do it. And that's the whole reason we try to fit into a job when all we want to do is cut hair. But we can't do it as a career because it's considered unorthodox by the external society. We become engineers and doctors when all we love to do is write stuff and become a writer. See, there are there are three kinds of people in this equation. One who never even become aware of their internal self and just keep floating around in the external world until they die. Two, they're aware of how they are like internally and what really makes them happy and so on, but they keep their internal self suppressed. They keep on living their life only to appease others and basis how you know it's perceived by those around them. And third, they are a little bit ahead of the second kind. They know the gap between their internal version and their external version and they keep striving to close that gap. I know about me, I am somewhere in between the second and the third category. But what about you? If you're in the first category and you've listened to me and you don't take any action to become self-aware, then, you know, I feel bad for you. But if you're in the second category, then I want to give you a warning. A warning that years from now, one day you will wake up and realize that your life has gone by, satisfying those you don't give a shit about. And that will be a hard blow. And if you're in the third category, then you're doing great. Just keep going, keep closing that gap and one day you will be living life on your terms. And I implore you to figure out where are you? One, two or three. And I'll leave you with that thought for today. Don't forget to share, follow, like, whatever it is that you want to do. I'll be back with another episode next week. Until then, stay happy, stay healthy. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.